Hello and welcome to the second episode of Pain TV. My name is Perry Fine, Professor of Anesthesiology and Attending Physician at the Pain Management Center at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City, and your host to this series of programs on managing chronic pain in primary care. This episode will focus on the skills you'll need to assess the different types of chronic pain syndromes commonly seen in clinical practice. A comprehensive and objective pain assessment is key to accurate diagnosis and effective care. So where to begin? Well, the best place to start is in your office by taking the time to customize the assessment to each patient's pain experience. Because pain is subjective, there's no one objective test that can precisely measure the type and intensity of pain. Patient self-reports are generally considered the gold standard in pain assessment, particularly when coupled with a thorough physical exam. It's been suggested that pain assessment is so important it should rank as the fifth vital sign and be monitored as regularly as blood pressure, pulse rate, temperature, and respiration. Here with us to share his thoughts on chronic pain assessment and primary care practice is my colleague, Dr. Michael Clark, director of the pain treatment program at the Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland. For patients in chronic pain, it's important to assess pain at regular intervals. Pain assessment should be complete, including patient self-reports, patient history, and physical examination. It should also be multidimensional and well-documented. This lets everyone on the treatment team know exactly what's going on at any given time and helps to track how the patient is responding to treatment. Primary care physicians are the first stop for patients in pain. According to a national survey, they treat over half, 52% of patients with chronic pain. But do they feel ready, willing, and able to manage these patients? Several survey results actually say no. Many primary care physicians simply don't feel comfortable, even though they're frequently called upon to manage chronic pain. Only 34% of 500 primary care physicians at 12 academic medical centers reported feeling comfortable treating patients with chronic non-cancer pain. A survey of community clinics revealed that most of the 111 primary care physicians responding not only felt ill-prepared to treat pain, but also reported low satisfaction with doing so. Yet nearly 40% of their adult appointments required them to treat adults with chronic pain. Headache and low back pain are among the most common conditions treated. Yet only 50% of internists felt very prepared to manage headache and back pain, while 62% of family medicine practitioners felt very prepared to treat headache and 71% low back pain. Acute pain assessment is typically brief and direct. By contrast, assessment of chronic pain, especially if it's refractory to conventional treatment or comorbid with other conditions, is complex and takes time. Initial patient assessment focuses on getting a detailed history of the patient's pain that includes its characteristics the type, nociceptive or neuropathic, location, frequency, and duration. It's also important to assess multiple domains, including the patient's physical and psychosocial well-being, functional status, and related concerns and comorbidities such as psychiatric and substance use disorders. The physical exam should emphasize neurological and musculoskeletal systems. Importantly, past medical records and diagnostic studies should not be overlooked. A good assessment culminates in a working diagnosis and care plan that includes appropriate diagnostic studies and treatments. However, the basics, a patient history and physical exam, provide many clues about the origins of the patient's pain. 
By simply asking the right questions, you may be able to unlock the secret of your patient's pain. Key questions include, what is the location, quality, and frequency of your pain? Using a diagram, you can ask the patient to point out or draw the exact location of the pain. Ask if the pattern of pain varies. What things relieve or worsen it? When did the pain begin? What was done about it? Did any of these interventions work? Next, you might want to focus on drug use and abuse with a series of direct questions. What medications, including vitamins or other supplements, are you currently taking? Do you drink? Do you use any drugs, like marijuana? Non-prescription or prescription pills? Does anyone in your family drink excessively or take drugs? These questions are designed to pinpoint the characteristics and duration of the pain and to determine if there are any psychosocial factors, such as a current or past history of substance use, that might complicate treatment. Never underestimate the importance of the patient history. It can point you in the right direction in terms of diagnosis and treatment. Five minutes collecting history could save you months of frustration with ineffective treatments. For example, if the patient describes her pain as spreading or radiating, it might be neuropathic in nature. Similarly, a past medical history of diabetes, toxic exposure, or alcoholism might suggest a neuropathy. The physical exam is an integral component of the comprehensive pain assessment. It should include assessment of mental status, inspection, like posture, whether the patient is guarding, splinting, or showing signs of sympathetic dysfunction, the vital signs, and neurological assessment, emphasizing sensory dysfunction and musculoskeletal abnormalities. In general, laboratory and radiographic evaluations are reserved for cases in which previous evaluations were inadequate or something about the patient's pain has recently changed. For example, another comorbid condition has developed. Most experts believe you should steer clear of repeatedly evaluating the same pain in a patient with chronic pain over long duration. It's unproductive, and it distracts from the real goal of controlling symptoms and restoring function. Although the experience of pain is subjective, several validated instruments are available, including unidimensional and multidimensional questionnaires to help you measure the intensity and type of your patient's pain. Chronic pain needs to be regularly monitored, so whatever the method chosen, it should be used consistently at every visit. Commonly used unidimensional pain scales include the verbal rating scale, the numeric rating scale, a visual analog scale, and a pictorial scale, such as the Wong Baker Faces pain scale. Using the simple numeric rating scale, the patient rates her pain intensity on a scale of zero, no pain, to 10, worst imaginable pain. Patients can use the NRS at home to record pain intensity at different times in a pain diary. This method helps to document pain patterns in relationship to activity levels and treatment. The visual analog scale provides a more descriptive rating of pain because the patient marks the line at a point between 0 to 10 that best describes the pain intensity. The FACES pain scale, a pictorial scale, uses facial expressions to depict different degrees of pain intensity. It's useful for assessing young children and cognitively impaired patients and for overcoming language barriers. Deciding which pain scale to use depends on the patient's age, ability to communicate, and other factors. Usually simply measuring pain intensity does not reveal enough about the patient's pain. Validated, multidimensional pain assessment tools like the McGill Pain Questionnaire and the Brief Pain Inventory are also available to provide a more comprehensive picture of the quality of your patient's pain, such as emotional distress and functioning in important domains of life. 
These assessments take more time and may be difficult for cognitively impaired patients and those with limited education to complete. The McGill Pain Questionnaire assesses three dimensions, sensory, affective, and evaluative domains of pain. The patient selects the words that best describe the quality of her pain, like burning, shooting, throbbing, aching, and pins and needles, from a list of 20 terms. The brief pain inventory takes five to 10 minutes. It includes four pain intensity scales and most importantly, seven scales that assess the impact of pain on functional status, general activity, mood, ability to walk, work, engage in relationships, sleep, and enjoy life. A number of multidimensional tools, such as the Neuropathic Pain Scale, Treatment Outcomes Survey, or TOPS, and Oswestry Disability Index are used to assess specific types of pain or to assess pain in terms of functional status among large groups. However, these tools are usually reserved for the research setting. Once you've determined the intensity and type of your patient's pain, assessment tools and treatment guidelines are available for many specific diseases, including fibromyalgia, low back pain, and arthritis. In conclusion, pain assessment is a core competency that you'll need to master in order to effectively diagnose and treat chronic pain. The goals of pain assessment are straightforward and include identifying the type of pain, nociceptive, neuropathic, or mixed, and formulating a specific diagnosis, determining whether additional diagnostic tests are needed and whether the medical data adequately explains the patient's symptoms and degree of functional impairment, determining whether the pain is due to a disease process and reversible with treatment, and prescribing appropriate treatment for symptom relief even if reversal of an underlying disease is not possible. Pain assessment is the foundation for the management of pain. Well, we hope you found this episode informative and urge you to watch upcoming episodes. In our next episode, real practice scenarios will be presented focusing on assessing and treating the different types of chronic pain syndromes that you can expect to encounter. To proceed to the online CME test, click on the Earn CME Credit link on this page. Please also take a moment to complete a few post-assessment questions that follow to help us measure the educational impact of this activity. Thank you for watching.